Thank you for tuning in to Moments with Michelle Donatian, where we frankly talk about the struggles of life and how we conquer them in Jesus Christ. It is a lovely day. Today is the 30th of July, and I hope that you have been enjoying all of the goodness of God. I hope you've kept your eyes towards him, looking for all of the wonderful things that he has in store for you and for I today. Well, we are going to have a lovely talk tonight, and I'm really looking forward to it. So I want to thank you again so much for listening in. Uh, We're going to be talking today about judging, judging others. It's a buzzword, I know. At least I always think of it as a buzzword. And the Lord God has a lot to say about it. Many of us have gotten it right. Many of us have gotten it wrong. And so I want to share with you just what God has put in my heart about judging others and That is a struggle. So before we go into that, though, I do want to tell you where you can find the broadcast. And you can find the broadcast in a couple of different locations. But I do want to just take a moment and pray. Lord God, we thank you for today. I thank you for each and every person here. Lord God, You're so mighty. You're so glorious. We choose to give you the glory here. Where two or more are gathered together, you are among us. So we thank you, Jesus, that you are here. I ask you to soften the hearts of everyone listening. Give them revelation as they hear what you have to say through me. I promise to give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, friends... All of the places that you can find us is, number one, of course, on Anchor. Maybe you're listening on the Anchor app right now, but also you can go to anchor.fm and you can go online. If you put in anchor.fm forward slash moments with Michelle Donatian, you will be able to listen to the broadcast online. They're all online. You don't have to have an iPhone or an Android. You can go to your computer. You can go to your laptop. You can go to your iPad or your tablet or your phone, and you can listen online. So we're not only there on anchor.fm, but you can also find us, of course, on the Anchor app itself. If you download the Anchor app, you will never miss a broadcast. And uh, you can always share, you can always like, you can subscribe. Also, you can find us or find the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, podcast, it's, it's a, the Apple Podcast, so you have to download um, the app or you have it on your phone. Also, the Google Podcast. So maybe you have an Android phone, a Samsung or whatever other Android phones there are. I'm not really familiar with Android phones personally, but I know that they're not Apple. <laughs> and you can go to the Google, Google Podcast, so it's google.com forward slash podcasts, and you can just search for my name, my uh, broadcast moments with Michelle Donatian. You can follow us and listen to me on Spotify. You can go to Breaker also. So Spotify, uh, you can go online or you can go to the app. Uh, Breaker, you can go online or to the app. CastBox, 
Uh, well, let me go back to Breaker. Breaker's address is www.breaker.audio forward slash moments with Michelle. So when you go there, if you go to breaker.audio forward slash, uh, and maybe you can't find it, it's moments dash with dash Michelle Donatian. If for some reason you can't find it, just go to breaker.audio and you can type in the search bar moments with Michelle Donatian. We're also on CastBox, which is www.castbox.fm and you can just search for Moments with Michelle Donatian. Uh, the channel, uh, if you want to put in the exact it, uh, website address, it's um, castbox.fm forward slash channel forward slash ID 1360702. You can also go to Overcast as well. We are just everywhere. Overcast.fm forward slash iTunes. If you want to put in my uh, name when you go to the search bar, Michelle Donatian or Moments with Michelle Donatian, or you can put in the ID. It's overcast.fm forward slash iTunes 13888803770 forward slash Moments with Michelle Donatian. And last but not least, you can also find us on Radio Public. So radiopublic.com and you can just put in the search bar moments with Michelle. So I'm so excited that you're here with me tonight. I'm so excited you can listen to the podcast on Anchor or any of those websites or any of those apps and enjoy it. You can download it on the apps. I like to go places while I'm, even while I'm driving in the car. Um, that's, that's one of my favorite things to do while I'm driving is to download a podcast or download some kind of worship music. Um, I like to download it onto my phone when I don't have Wi-Fi, but that way it's still on my phone. And while I'm driving, I can listen to that because there's not a whole lot that I enjoy on the radio on the radio stations, and this way I can pick and choose what I want to listen to, and uh, I can listen to something with great anointing and not have to worry about the radio station changing back and forth. So uh, I hope that you enjoy the broadcast tonight. And again, we're going to be talking about judging people. Now, judging is a buzzword. I call it a buzzword. And the reason I call it a buzzword is because everybody seems to use that word. And so many people use the word when you just disapprove of what they're doing. And so I've always just shied away from using that word um, because, or I have shied away from it for a long time because I just don't want to be in the practice of, or I didn't want to be in the practice of saying it's wrong to call what's evil, evil, and what's good, good. And, but I've learned a couple of things about this. The Lord has really taught me some things about judgment. And I just want to share it with you because maybe you didn't know. And I know some of you out there didn't know. You know, as Christians, it's our job. It's our our, our privilege, actually, a great privilege to have discernment. God will give you discernment so you can see things as what they are. So you see things as wicked when they're wicked. They're wicked if they go against the word of God. They're good if they go along with the word of God. It's simple. It's plain. Jesus broke that down in his word, and that's what he said. So if you go with Jesus, you're going with good things. If you go against what the word of God says, you're going against Jesus. And you're going with wickedness and you're going with Satan. And those are the facts. 
so for many years I thought you know that was it and that was all I really thought about when it came down to that and you know we have lots of facets in our lives so many different roles that we play so many different hats that we tend to wear me I wore the mom hat and I sometimes had to kind of wear the dad hat I don't know if I really could wear the dad hat, but there were things that I had to do that maybe most fathers might have to do. Um, or at least that's what I thought most fathers would have to do. So I had to wear some other hats. Then of course I had the employee hat. I had the daughter hat. I had the sister hat. I have the, uh, what else? Daughter, mother, sister, the friend hat. I have the minister hat. Um, I don't know. I mean, so many different hats. And I guess you couldn't say minister hat. I guess maybe, I don't know, just you know what I mean. We have so many different roles in our lives. And not that it's anything other than just a fact. We play different roles in different arenas in our lives. And we recognize things once we come to know Jesus Christ and to begin to walk with him. We come to recognize things that... We probably didn't understand before. There are things that I do not engage in now in my life because I want to please Jesus. What I know now is not what I knew many years ago, even a year ago, even six months ago. What I know now causes me to say, I don't want to do certain things, things that I did for many years. And some of those things, I didn't see anything wrong with them. Others, I knew they were not according to what Christians said were good, but I didn't really see what the big deal was, or I didn't really understand the depth of my decisions. And as I began to study the word, I began to understand how deep every decision is, and also though how deep the Lord's love for us is. Because his love is so deep, he sent me here today to talk to you and share my heart. And my prayer has been, Lord God, give me your words. Use me as a vessel. I want to share what you want me to share. So I'm sharing his heart just through me. That's why I'm just a vessel. Nobody special, just a vessel. And as I share it with you, you be, you're going to begin to see, as the Lord has probably already been tugging on your heart, how much, just how much he loves you and the lengths that he'll go to draw you in with his Holy Spirit because he doesn't want any of us to perish. He doesn't want any of us to go to hell and eternity without him would be agony for us but imagine what it would be like for him. He who is our father, who created us, who created every little inch or centimeter of our bodies. He knows the number of hairs on your head. I don't know the number of hairs on my head. I love my daughter dearly, and I don't know the number of hairs on her head but he knows the number of hairs on each of our heads because he created them. There's a scripture that talks about how he catches our tears. He knows 
the number of tears we've shed. That's beautiful. That's love. That's how he feels about you. And he feels the same way about me. So you see, because he felt this way and feels this way, I should say, about you and I, he doesn't want us to miss anything. God wants us to seek him. He wants us to dig deep in his word and to dig deeper and to dig deeper and to dig deeper so that we might be just even closer to him. And as we deep delve deeper and deeper into his word, we begin to understand more and more about his love for us. And it's truly beautiful. Beautiful. God has a plan for you and for I, for you and for me, for every single person on the face of the earth. He has a plan for us. He created us with that plan in mind. And he did not want us to waver from it. But he also knew that he wanted us to freely love him to freely love him, freely. It's our choice. Freely love him. You have a choice. I remember, I remember a moment in my life, in my walk with the Lord, where I, where everything shifted for me, everything changed. I remember understanding that this was serious. This was not a game. This was real. And that this wasn't, I wasn't going to blink and it be over tomorrow or, or I wasn't going to, you know, wake up one day and find out it was all a dream. This is real. This is my life. This is today. This is where I am. And this is where God has me. God has allowed me where I am to be where I am. And he's allowed you to be where you are too. Because you have a free choice. You have a choice. How else would you love him with your whole heart if he forced you to serve him? Just think about that for a minute. If he forced you to serve him, you couldn't possibly love him with your whole heart. You couldn't possibly serve Jesus and glorify him if he forced you to. Everything that's happened in your life up until now, up until this moment right here, was allowed by God. Yes, he gave you the choice to make every decision you've made in your entire life. But you know, he's been there the whole time, prodding you, drawing you by his Holy Spirit, nudging you, gently guiding you, leading you. And if you followed that leading, you were closer to him and closer to him and closer to him.
God loves you. And he doesn't want you to perish without him. He does not want to see you in eternity in hell. He wants to see you in the beauty of his presence in heaven for an eternity. And he wants to see you walking now on earth, earth with his will being done. The will of God on earth. Heaven here on earth. Meaning that you have victory and you glorify the Lord Jesus in your life. Jesus is living in you and you in him. God is being glorified and using you for his kingdom. What a wonderful privilege that is. I really wish that you really understood completely and I wish I could understand completely what a privilege it is to fully serve God Almighty. I love him with all my heart. And just like you, I sin every day. And I only wish I could live without sin. I only wish, it's my desire, that I could live and not have any sin in my heart. But that's not humanity. That's not humanity. And that's not part of God's perfect plan. His perfect plan would be so that we would love him. We would make the choice to love him and come to know him and be in relationship with him so deeply that we would be one with him through Jesus Christ. It's so simple and so wonderful at the same time. His desire is that we are in him and he is in us. That's what his word says. As we walk, we serve him. Paul said that he was a slave to Christ. What do you think that meant? It meant that he did what Jesus told the disciples to do. Leave everything, leave everything you have. Leave your will behind. That's what that meant. Leave your will and your life as you know it behind. Come pick up this cross and come and follow me. 
That's what it means. All of your thoughts and your old notions and your old life, leave it alone. Drop it. Pick up your cross and follow after Jesus. Every day you have to do it. Every single day. Moment by moment. You lay down your life so that you might live forever. That's what Jesus meant when he said it. If you lay down your life, you must lose, you must lose your life. You must lay down your life in order to live forever. You must die to yourself, your old life. You've got to abandon your old life in order to have the new life in Jesus Christ. When you were born again, he said that you were a new creature in Christ Jesus. Brand new. That meant all of your old sins were wiped clean. I mean clean. There is no record of them. They're gone. Through the blood of Jesus, when you accepted him with your mouth and in your heart as you the savior of your life, accepted he was the son of God and repented for your sins, he immediately wiped the slate free and clear. There is no record of your sin. Now, 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 you can walk in victory. The Lord reminded me about his scripture in Romans 8, and I want to say 28. And he says, and I'm not going to turn there because I just want to share this part with you. The Lord reminded me, he said, we are more than conquerors. More than conquerors. More than conquerors, right? What does it mean? Not only do we walk in victory, but more than that. More than that. More than that. And Romans, I, I, Romans 8.28 says this. This is, this is a different scripture, but it goes hand in hand with it. And it says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. The thing is, all things work together for good to them that love God. Let me break that down for you for a moment. It doesn't mean that everything works together for the good if you don't love God. It means if you love God, all things work together for good to them that love God. 
to them who are the called according to his purpose. So that's how I can tell you that you ended up right here, right now, where you are because God allowed you here. He knew what choices you'd make. He knew you'd be here today listening, listening. He knew your heart, in your heart you'd been crying out to him, saying, Lord, I want more, I, I want more, I want more. He knew it. He knew it. And friends, he's here to share. He's here to change, to turn your life around. Everything that he's allowed in your life, he will work it together for good. That means even the bad things that have happened in your life, He's going to teach you through them. He's going to teach you. <laughs> That's how good can be good, can be a bad, can, 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 can turn into a good thing. In the book of James, he says it as well. He tells us to count it all joy. I'm going to turn there. I want you to turn there with me. The book of James, chapter 1. Okay. Verse 1, 2, and 3, and 4. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren. See, he's telling the people of God this. That's you and I. Not the unsaved. He's talking to the saved because he understands Life is going to be hard. But now that you have Jesus, you have answers. Because your heart understands what the word of God says. Because the Holy Spirit gives you revelation. That's what the word tells us. That you only understand the word of God by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. You have blinders on your eyes until the Holy Spirit reveals to you what the word of God says. So these letters written in the word are to the believers, to those that God has drawn, drawing, 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 drawing. Even the scriptures that we say to the unsaved, it's because the heart had been prepared. He's drawing those people. You can't preach a message and it be received lest the Holy Spirit Prepare that man or woman's heart or that boy or girl's heart. That's the only way they receive it. You can say the same thing and two people standing next to each other will not even hear the same thing. It's because one's heart was prepared by the Holy Spirit and the other's heart was hardened. So as you're listening, the Lord drew you here today. The Lord drew you here today. So you're going to hear what he wants to say to you. And it says, my brethren, oh. And before I read that, it's marvelous what he has to say. He has an answer for every problem in your life. Every problem. Every single thing. Because he didn't want to leave us here to just struggle and try to figure it out. He gave us a literal answer every step of the way to lead us and guide us. 
a lamp unto my feet and a life unto my and a light unto my path. His word, his word illuminates everywhere we go. It's before us, right in front of us, so that we may see a lamp and a light. That means he is constantly, always leading you. Always. Jesus is always praying for you. Did you know he's praying for you in heaven? Did you know that? I was blown away when I read that in scripture. He's praying for you. You will not be defeated in Jesus Christ. You won't be. Because he has the plan laid out. He knows everything. He knows it all. He knows it all. And so he says, because of that, in the book of James 1, 1, chapter 2, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations. Now you're probably saying what I said a long time ago. How can I be happy about problems in my life? I couldn't understand it. I really couldn't understand for so long. And I chuckle because it's so simple, but yet so profound. And maybe you're saying the same thing that I said for many years. How can I be happy about the troubles in my life, about the problems in my life. Don't you know what I've gone through, what I'm going through right now? Some of you, your marriages have been falling apart. Your children are, have, have turned away from the Lord. Some of you are just lost a job. Some of you, your income dropped. Some of you had a car accident. There are all kinds of awful things that are happening in many of your lives here today. I know, I've been through them too. But the reason that God says, and we can trust his word, the reason he says, my brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations is because he will pull you out of those problems. The diverse temptations are the problems, the issues in life, the struggles. He'll pull you out because he's always leading and guiding us, right? Using his word. And he's going to teach you and you will be victorious because you went through it. Do you understand how amazing that is? Because you went through that struggle, that problem, and you allowed God to teach you, now he strengthened you. Now you're stronger. Now you're stronger. And the next time you encounter that same situation, you're going to handle it a different way. Or when someone asks you, or when you see a person struggling, you can give them first-hand testimony because you were victorious through Jesus Christ. That's what a victory is. You've walked through it, and now you're on the other side of it, looking at it, laughing at the troubles. The Bible tells us in, I want to say it's in Psalms, he says that, you know, we laugh. We laugh at our troubles, meaning they don't phase us. They don't take us off track. 
Yes, they hurt. Yes. Jesus went through struggles. Jesus went through struggles. He experienced everything and more than we ever will experience in this life so that he knew what we experience and he could tell us and have full understanding and full empathy and full love and full compassion for us because he went through it himself. Everything you're going through today, Jesus went through it. The pain of you loving someone and them rejecting you. What do you think happened when he was on his way to the cross and then on the cross? They pulled out his beard. They spit in his face. They hit him. They, they, they screamed at him. They yelled at him. They made fun of him. They jeered at him. These are the very people he was dying for. For all of eternity. And even today we still do it. Jesus is alive and don't you think it hurts? He's gone through hurt. And he's victorious over it and that's why you can be too. Everything that you can imagine. I don't have to name them all here. You can name them while you're sitting there wherever you are listening to this today. You can name it. You've been through it. You're going to go through it one day. Or you've seen someone experience it. And you're hoping you'd ever go through whatever that it is. But my friends, God didn't promise that we wouldn't have problems. He promised that he would be there to walk us through it, to guide us, to lead us, and to make us victorious because of it. See, Satan came to kill, steal, and destroy he came to kill you. He came to steal the word of God from you. I just tell, I said that backwards. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. And why is it important? Because stealing is what he does when he steals the word. And the word is all the hope you have. If you don't have the word, your daily bread, as the word says, you will die. Daily bread. Daily, I know it's popular. Some people in some Christian circles say that they don't have to read the word of God every day. Someone once said that to me, but no, 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 that is not true. You must read your word every single day. He calls it daily bread. Won't you die if you don't eat physical food every day? I want you to think about it. You need the word of God daily. It's your sustenance. It's your nourishment. It's your bread. It brings you life. You see, in verse 3 it says, Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Knowing this, I posted something on Facebook earlier today and on Instagram. Maybe you, maybe you read it, maybe you didn't. But it was a letter that I wrote to the worrying woman or man, boy or girl. And I wrote it out of my own heart because I've been there. Trust me, I've been there. I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to open it up here and I'm going to read it to you. Because it's so simple, but just so powerful. 
so powerful because, you see, God has a plan for us and he loves us, as I've shared with you here, but we have to trust his word in order for it to work in our lives. Just like I said to you before, when you professed, when you became a Christian, when you decided you had to believe it in your heart and say it with your mouth, you had to believe it. You could say the words all you want, but if you didn't believe those words, you would not become a Christian. It was all about your heart. So in the same sense, if you don't believe the word of God, that means you don't trust God. You don't trust him. And you can trust him. He loves you so much. He has a plan for you. That's why you know that the trying of your faith worketh patience because he's going to teach you through it. He's going to teach you. You can't learn how to be a mother if you've never been a mother. Earlier I said to you I've had to kind of wear the dad hat, but I can't really say that I wore the dad hat because I've never been a dad. I don't know what it's like to be a father. I only know what it's like to be a mother. I was a single mother, so there were things that I had to do that I couldn't share with a spouse to do, but that does not mean that I was a father. I have never experienced being a father. I've never understood it. I've never experienced it. Therefore, I cannot understand what it fully means to be a father. So if you have tribulation in your life, which we all will and we all do, you can't have patience, which is a fruit of the Spirit, unless you've experienced the tribulation that will cause you to walk out on the other side praising God. My goodness. There's so much to share with you. There's so much to share with you. <laughs> but I'm going to share this with you, part two, on Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I'm calling it from now on. I have a word for you Wednesday. And every Wednesday, by the way, we're going to have a new broadcast. So you're going to be hearing the Moments with Michelle Donatien podcast on Monday nights, 9 o'clock p.m. and Wednesdays as well. So the second half of this about judgment is going to be broadcast on Wednesday night. So tune in, tell your friends, subscribe, share. It's been an absolute wonderful, wonderful time with you. These times are so special to me. I don't know. You, you don't realize how wonderful it is to me. I feel so privileged that God would choose me and use me. <sighs> Imperfect. Still tripping and making all the mistakes. And when I say tripping, I mean tripping and falling. I, I, I can't do anything without Jesus Christ. Without my Holy Spirit, I have nothing. I can do nothing. I can't even... 
can't get it together without Jesus. I don't have it together, really. I only have it together in him, meaning really that he has it together. He has it together. So my friends, I love you dearly. And I mean that with all my heart. But more importantly, more importantly, if you forget what I said, if you forget my name, I should say, if you forget the name of this podcast, if you forget either the picture on my icon, don't worry, because that wasn't what was important. What was important was the word of God that he used me to share. And I want you to remember what God had to say to you. Forget about me. I'll come and go just like every other person that's ever been in existence on this earth. But God will always be. And he loves you, my dear friend. He loves you. So, Thank you so much for listening. Tune in Wednesday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the continuation about judgment. God bless you. I love you. Goodbye.